The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am your host, Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network, where we explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. Day. We do this every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever time it is right now in your corner of the world. And that's right. A life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, can you even imagine such a thing? Can you imagine how it would feel right now? to have lived this entire day in the state of peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken, totality, wholeness, completeness. Listen, I'm here to tell you that yes, it's possible. Yes, it can be done. And yes, you deserve it. Busy people need peace too. Listen, I'm a mom of two busy children, teenagers. I work full time. I run a Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I'm an actress. My days are busy, just like yours. But that doesn't mean that we cannot develop the tools to have the wonderful life journey that we deserve, a life of peace every day. Now, on the heels of that, I got to tell you, today's program, we're talking about problems. Are there problems in the life of people who live every day at peace? You bet your bottom dollar there are. Look, rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. There will be rain on this journey. That's how we get all these beautiful flowers and what have you. So what happens when we get this rain? What happens? How do we deal with this? See, the truth is, this journey that we call life involves some challenges and tribulations. Everybody is dealing with something. Marriage issues, employment problems, health concerns, worries, worries with children, aging parents. And if you're anything like me, you spend a considerable amount of time crossing T's and dotting I's to minimize mistakes and trying to avoid storms. But someone really wise once said that the thing about life is that we're either in a storm, heading towards a storm, or coming out of a storm. You see, the truth is, storms are inevitable. No matter what we do, storms are inevitable. And this is the tricky thing about living this life of peace every day, is that navigating these repetitive storms, it's easy to get that feeling like it's just not working. Your prayers aren't being heard. It's just not working. Like you're all alone and you're, you know, in the middle of the storm by yourself. And if we're being totally honest, guys, and I'll be totally honest, we have had those moments in our life where we've asked the question, 
is it really worth it? I mean, I'm, I'm dotting the I's, I'm crossing the T's, I'm walking the walk, I'm talking the talk. And look what keeps happening in my life. But I want to tell you, like I started off telling you, is that rain falls on the just and the unjust. And there is a purpose for the rain. And I, my mom used to say this when I was a child. She said it in my young adult years. And I got to tell you, it was never comforting. But she said, oh, you know, there's a reason for these trials and tribulations. And that never comforted me. I just felt like I'm trying so hard. I don't want another trial. I don't want another tribulation. But you know what? I have them. And I know that you do too. So we're adults and we're thinking like, what can we do? What, how, how can we get through this? And we know that a strong prayer life whether you call it prayer, whether you call it meditation, contemplation, we know that this connection with source does something for us. It does something for the, for the problem leading to the solution. But I would be lying if I didn't tell you that we all get to this place. I know I do. Or you just feel weary. You just feel like not another thing, not another thing, but it does happen. Things do happen. And I wanted to, I was in preparation for our awesome guest today, I happened to be in church on Sunday. Not happened to be. That's usually where you can find me on Sunday. But we went over this verse in church, and it was Matthew. comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 28. And I want to say verse 24. I'm flipping in my journal real quick so I can tell you the exact. Verse 20. And it says, Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. In the middle of a trial, a tribulation, a problem, whatever you want to call them, one thing that I find most disturbing is feeling like I'm all alone, like nobody gets it. Nobody has my back. I'm just facing this alone. And people who do think they get it, they're not here for the long haul. But there is an energy. We can call it God. We can call it source. We can call it universal energy. But there is an energy that is present with us in every situation every situation and we're going to hear about how to how to harness that energy how to harness that energy because that's really what we want isn't it that what do we do in the middle of this situation how do we come how do we how do we handle that and the thing about living a life at peace every day is having this knowledge that no matter what it looks like at the end of the day at the end of this storm at the end of this unwanted journey I will be safe. So holding that in our mind and knowing that, and then knowing that you are not alone, knowing that and knowing that there is a purpose. My mom was right. There is a purpose larger than what I can see, larger than what you can see. If we really latch on to this thing we call prayer, if we really latch on, put it all on this, the end of this, whatever this is, is going to be for your good. Around 2014, I had the pleasure of being invited to attend, get this, a New Year's Eve watch service over the telephone. I'd never heard of such a thing. I'd never heard of such a thing. Now, I got on that call. And I heard the most amazing sermon that I've ever heard. 
It was amazing. I was charged. I was energetic. At the end of the call, the pastor, the reverend did something that required us to speak. He wanted everyone on the call to give their name and where they were calling from. Now I was amazed. There were people from all over the country on this call. I did not intend to give my name or where I was from. I was just a guest and I was going to be a quiet person on the call and not say anything. And I waited for a considerable amount of time for all the happy new years. And they got to the end and I finally said my name and where I was calling from. And the reverend stopped and he asked my name again and he gave me a prophetic word right there on the call. He said some things, and I don't know how it's done, but I can tell you how it impressed me. He said some things that were currently going on in my life and some desires that I had. One was everyday peace, and it hadn't become a real tangible thing like it is now, and a word of encouragement. Since that time, I stayed in touch with him and, you know, just keeping in touch here and there. I happened to be in touch with him again this year, right around New Year's Eve time and got an opportunity to participate in a fast program he was doing called the Flood of Change, 40 days and 40 nights of fasting. Guys, I want to tell you, this was amazing. Not only was it amazing for my health, but it was amazing for my spiritual awakening. The journey was amazing. Did that. It was a wonderful experience. So it's with this knowledge of what I've seen him do in my own life the effect that I know he has on other people's lives that I am so excited to bring him to our program today. And I want to introduce to you Reverend Quentin Stroud, affectionately known as Reverend Q. He has served humanity for over 18 years as the master oracle with a God-given spiritual gift of insight and foresight. He has an uncanny ability to see into problems, challenges, relationships, and situations of seekers who want workable answers to life's questions. That I want to tell you that part again because you know what? You don't want to just know what's coming around the corner. You want to know how to, how to deal with what's coming around the corner. Prayer changes things, guys. Prayers changes things. Reverend Q is licensed and ordained as a new thought metaphysics minister. He held, he got this appointment in 2007 through Awakening Light International Church. And he founded the Enlightenment Assemblies of Worldwide Incorporated in 2013. As an oracle of God, he is committed to relaying spiritual truth that will change lives, heal the sick and then transform any situation to help you get to better, faster. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, today I want to encourage you, listen to the end of this call because he has a treat for us at the end of the call. He will be doing a power prayer and prophetic word for whoever's on the end of the call. If you have something on your heart, I want to encourage you right now to get on the phone, call your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, if they have something on their heart, something they need prayer about. Today is the day to call in. The call number, I want to say this throughout the show, is 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. 
Without any further ado, I present to you, Reverend Q. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Wow, wow, wow. That is, that, this is fantastic. I've, this is my first time being on the show, and I feel like I feel peace already. I love it. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're so excited to have you here. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. And I'm super, I'm just charged all day long. I've been talking about, thinking about the power of prayer. The power of prayer and what that really means. Because, you know, as a nation, as a people, sometimes we get moved away from that because we're looking for instantaneous answers. We got real life problems in 3D. Right? right? You know, you you know what I mean, right? You got and we people have some 3D are, problems. <laughs> right, we got 3D problems. And as positive as we want to be, you know, I, I, I am into that positivity. I believe, you know, calling those things that are not as though they were. But I, I'm so encouraged by you speaking the word and teaching today on the power of prayer and how to really get in there and utilize, you know, I believe in having tools, Mm-hmm. And my tool chest that I can use, I can pull out, okay, I got this going on. Let me use this. Let me use that. And prayer is a handy tool and so underused because I think it's so misunderstood. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Prayer is, is, is underused. It's misused probably most of the time, right? It's probably most of the time misused. And then it's underused or just not used at all. And so what ends up happening is people become disenfranchised or unimpressed, you know, with the whole process of prayer and just stop working it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I would love to to continue to have that conversation because I, I think that if we really utilized the asset, the spiritual asset, the spiritual tool of prayer in our lives effectively, then the changes that we desire, I talk about transformation a lot. My whole thing is about transformation. Uh, the transformation that we look into experience would happen for us through us, um, and, and, and we will start to really see how it works in our lives. As uh, Reverend Johnny Coleman would say, it works if you work it, right? And so that's exactly what, what I would like to kind of delve into a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because you're right. It works if you work it. And right there, I think, is, you know, uh, I can remember as a child and my grandmother uh, would pray and people would say that certain people and, and, you know, I grew up in a holiness church. So certain people had uh, a way to get a prayer through to God and you want to get with those people. And I would always wonder, like, I want to be one of those people, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) understanding, understanding how to do that is so important. Well, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, as we develop in our own spirituality, um, there are people who are that they are connected so much, so so connected. I mean, even in Unity and New Thought, we have prayer practitioners, we have spiritual practitioners that have have done the work to train themselves and prepare themselves to go in deep and and deal with those things in us uh, and in spirit. And so, yeah, go go growing up. Uh, I was raised, you know, in a very conservative religious household as well, and prayer was something that we did in the morning, prayer was something we did over dinner, prayer was something we did before going to bed at night, and it just, for me, it's almost like breathing, you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. like breathing, it's like you, you want to make sure you take a deep breath when you need to 
you know, when you when you're going through something, you need to take a deep breath, and that's what I what I feel it as. Um, so yeah, I would let's let's go in, let's deal with it. <laughs> You there? Did I lose you? Hello? Hello? I think I lost you. Hello? I think we lost her then. Hello, I'm back, guys. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you guys. I can hear you all well. You couldn't hear me. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's Mercury retrograde happening. <laughs> yeah, so I'm back. I apologize for the Mercury retrograde. But yeah, we, I, and you know what? And that's just energy because this is such an important call, important conversation that we're having right now about effective prayer effective mm-hmm. prayer and what before we got into that i wanted to just spend a few minutes of talking about what is prayer because i think a lot of people think prayer is like begging mm-hmm. you know it, it, or, bar, or bargaining you know i think they don't you know don't think I, I got my prayer answered because i didn't do this right or i didn't ask enough times or i didn't repeat it enough times i didn't write it enough times you know this this thing is so you, you have to be good enough. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the right position. And, and I'm not saying you know, we do want to hold reverence, but I don't think that is the answer. How many times you repeat the prayer? You know, there is a thing where people say, you know, you got to ha- you got to repeat it a hundred times or 10 times before you go to bed and write it down Ooh, and put it under your pillow. You know, yeah. So these are things that I've heard in my in my journey, you know, and all kinds of different things. Right. So speak to that. Speak to that if well, you could for the listeners. Well, I, I do agree. I do agree that uh, Scripture says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much, and so if if we're wanting our prayers to be effective, righteousness is required. Now, this is the thing, though. What is righteousness? Righteousness simply means right thought and right action. That's righteousness, right thought and right action. And so if we're going to pray for something, so if you if you praying, oh, Lord, help me pay my rent, right? It, are you in the right thought, right? And are you accomplishing the right actions that makes that so, right? The, we, we pray and we want manifestation. We want this thing to happen for us, whatever it is that we're praying for. Well, righteousness is required, right thought and right action. Once we start to do that, so so once we recognize ourselves in a space of righteousness, right thinking and right action, that's when we're supposed to pray. Not when we're in the midst of the storm, as you said earlier, not when we're going through the trouble and the travail. Uh, uh, yeah, prayer is important even then too, but you want to, even in, before you go into it, before you go into the prayer, you want to make sure you're operating in righteousness first, right thinking and right action. 
Then go in because only the prayers of the righteous availeth much. You see this? Only and the so, prayers of the righteousness availeth much. Okay, okay. The prayers of the righteous. Yeah, the prayers of the righteous. Right thinking and right action. And that's where you get the availability of spirit. That's where you get the, the, uh, the presence. Uh, there's an excellent book by Joel Goldsmith called Practicing the Presence. Practicing the Presence. And he refers to God as this infinite invisible. This infinite invisible. And this infinite invisible is always with us. However, we have to be able to access it. We have to be able to, to recognize its presence, right? Um, and when we do this, when we are able to recognize the presence, that's when you want to start to now pull on it, use it utilize it. I love how you call prayer a tool in your, in your metaphysical spiritual toolbox, right, of consciousness. You have this toolbox of consciousness, and you got prayer, you got meditation, you got yoga, right? You got some qigong in there, a little mantra, a little chanting, whatever you got in your, your toolbox, right? And different things require different tools. Even Jesus said when, uh, when they were trying to cast out the demon and the boy, whatever, Jesus was like, oh, no, this one ain't going to come out just by telling it to come out. He said this one only comes out through fasting and prayer. There's another tool, fasting. Right. So all of these things as spiritual persons, we have to be adept in and, and aware of so that we can start to utilize them. So, yes. So what, one thing is about praying as a righteous person, right thought and right action. The second thing is about what prayer is. Uh, prayer is a conversation. It's a communication. It's a two way calm line. I tell it, it's a two-way communication line. And what prayer does is prayer actually re-fortifies the relationship. And, and I know that this is, I can, I, can go, I can go a whole show about the relationship aspect of spirit. But prayer re-fortifies the relationship. And through the relationship, do we get creativity? Do we get power? Do we get uh, 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 manifestation? Right, and so when we want, when we want something to happen in our lives, whatever it is, don't matter, healing the sick, right, uh, uh, dealing with financial issues, salvaging our marriages or our relationships, when we want this thing to really happen for us, the relationship that we have with Source, the relationship that we have with Spirit, is going to be the thing that does the work. I think Scripture says it this way: Not I but Christ in me that doeth the work, right? God's perfect idea. Christ is just God's perfect idea of itself in you. And so it's not I, but it's God's perfect idea of itself operating through me as me that is doing the work. And when I pray, I refortify that relationship that I have with this presence, you see. And then mm -hmm. the work gets done. And I say, hallelujah, it's a miracle. <laughs> uh, you know something what you're saying right now i absolutely love it and i want to go back to a point where you said that um righteous person right thought right action i call that energy so if you go into prayer and your energy is really low and you're really really depressed you want to probably come out of, and this is me talking now you want to probably come yeah, out of yeah. that space and do the activities to raise the energy because when you get in that space of prayer that energy is what's doing the attraction because energy mm -hmm. is so very important, the energy that you bring to the thing. So you want to probably maybe come out, do a few things, maybe go to a different practice. Like we talked about, you know, you mentioned yoga, Tai Chi, something mm -hmm. else. 
just getting out in nature, going for a walk, getting the endorphins going, right? Mm-hmm. Increasing your dopamine levels, decreasing your cortisol levels, and then go back into that place of prayer because your energy level is higher. And what you what you bring in that energy and the relationship with that energy is what's going to do the attracting. Yes, that, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, well, and 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 it's true because um, when we approach the altar. Right, the altar of our own consciousness. Right, uh, this is is it, I, 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 how I teach it is like this: when you get ready to make a cake or you get ready to cook in your kitchen, you got to make sure that the cabinet, the, the, the countertops, you got to make sure that the countertop is ready. You got all the stuff that you need, all the tools that you need to prepare this meal, this this smorgasbord, right? And so you got all the tools that you need, and you got to make sure that this the workspace is ready. That's the altar. And so when you approach the altar, you have to do so with the right with the right tools, with the right skill set, with the right mindset to be able to go in and do this thing. Uh, even scripture says that if if you try to offer a gift, right, and you have issue with your brother. You know, you know that scripture where you try to offer yes, a gift yes. and you want to offer a gift and, and you have you have alt. I think it says alt with your brother. You have alt. It says, you go resolve that curse. Yes, you yes. leave the gift on the side. You go and you resolve that issue. You get that right righteousness. Get that energy right. Get that space right. Then you come back and you make your offering unto the Lord. You see, yeah. and so yes, you're absolutely right. There's times when you are not supposed to pray. Hello. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, l- listen, this is a this is a real spiritual call, right? There's times when you're not supposed to pray, and if you want it to be effective, let me be clear: if you want it to be effective, and then there's right. times when you are definitely supposed to pray, and you you see the change happening almost instantaneously. It's amazing. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I want to just clarify for the callers, we're not saying don't pray. We're saying get in a space where you can have effective prayer and you can get in that space. You are in control of how fast you get there. I, you know, I tell people the more you practice, it's not that things won't get you down. They don't, they don't take you as far down and you don't stay down as long. Yeah, this is Dr. Trayvon James. We're going to go to commercial break. Stay with us. Get ready to call in. This is going to be an amazing hour of prophetic word. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, Please make your donation today by going to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Meditation Minute with Paulette Pipe. So as always, we begin our time of meditation by first... Take an account of what we're feeling. 
those sights that we're seeing, those sensations that we're experiencing, and each breath that we breathe. Notice where in your body you're experiencing those sensations. Let your breathing find its own rhythm. As we begin the process of letting go, the process of relaxation. Remember why we're here. To hear more from Paulette Pipe and Touching the Stillness, visit the archives section at unityonlineradio.org. Join Travel with Unity 2020 for a transformational trip to Rome and the Amalfi Coast, March 26th to April 4th, and explore the culture, myths, and spiritual significance of Southern Italy. You'll experience the history of the ancient ruins of Pompeii, visit the Vatican, and spend time on the beautiful Amalfi Coast during this 10-day tour. Just 40 seats are available and space is limited, so reserve your trip before September 15th. Go to unity.org travel for more information today. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 816-969-2000. Discover how to connect with our loved ones on the other side with Suzanne Giesman and Messages of Hope. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Central as Suzanne shares evidence that love never dies. An evidential medium, spiritual teacher, and author, Suzanne brings hope and healing through her gift of communication with those who have passed. Suzanne brings messages of hope and love that go straight to the heart. Tune in this Thursday right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. We're on the line today. We're on the show today talking about talking to Reverend Q about the power of prayer. And yes, prayer changes things. I want to tell you as we're going into this half, last half of the hour, time is going to go by fast. I really want you to call in if you have any questions or concerns, things that may be on your heart right now so that you can get a prophetic word from Reverend Q. Reverend Q works with clients individually for transformation and manifestation. We're going to give you some of his contact information at the end of the program. But right now, we, oh, we do have one caller on the line. I'm going to stop right now and go to that caller. If I can, I've been messing this up a little bit, you guys, but I'm trying. Hi, you're on the air with Dr. Drayvon James and Everyday Peace and Reverend Q. Peace. Hello. Hello. Hello, um, Dr. James. Hey, Another great show as usual. Um, Thank excellent. you. Uh, Reverend Q, um, wonderful. This is Tony. Wonderful um, points that you're making. And I like what you said about there not always not being the right time to pray. Because if your mind is not in the right frame to pray for what it is that you want or what you 
what you need at that moment to get you through whatever it is to get you through or to request what it is that you want, then your prayers will be, I guess, uh, not fruitful. Seems to me like what you're saying. Mm. So I just wanted to say that's ex- excellent points that you're making. This is a great show, great conversation too you are having. Absolutely, absolutely. And while, you, while you're on the line, if you don't mind, I'll just give you a prophetic word that, uh, and as I was just hearing your voice, thank you, Spirit, as I was just hearing your voice, I was hearing that, that your vibration, like what you're vibrating right now, that there might be some disturbance, there might be some things that you're wanting to smooth out, and this is how I'm hearing it, you're wanting to smooth it out, okay? And so um, what I want you to start working with is, is smooth sailings. Thank you, God. Wow. Smooth sailings. I don't know if you like cruising or whatever, but going on the water, they, the, the, when you, where, the, where the water is no longer turbulent, no longer uh, choppy, that smooth sailings is what you're going to be working with. And Spirit is telling me right now that, that whatever disturbances, whatever vibrations that are, that are jagged, or I think Scripture says that, that he will make the, the rough places smooth and the crooked places straight. And so the Sounds smooth good. sailings is going to be for you as you go into this uh, this area of your life. You understand this? Yes, makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely, oh, wonderful. be wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you for calling in. I wish you the best of luck with all that, mm. and please continue to be part of the Everyday Peacemakers. So we're um, going to bid you a very great day. Absolutely, absolutely. All righty. Uh, thank you. Uh, Thank you. It looks like our, the call lines, I'm going to take another call right now before we go into our next topic because I don't want people waiting on here too long. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we'll have to come right back. It looks like something's happening with the call lines. We'll come right back. We're going to go right into talking about the power of prayer and how prayer changes things. Prayer changes yes. things. Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is important because even as we were uh, promoting it on social media, I was uh, using that as a hashtag, prayer changes things, hashtag. So if you guys are going to share this show, share this, you know, link or whatever, prayer, hashtag prayer changes things. But let me say this. That I, I know sometimes in New Thought Metaphysics, we teach that prayer doesn't change things. It changes you. And then you go and change the thing. And I love that notion, right? Because prayer does change you. It, it reorients you. It returns you back to oneness and understanding of the divine connection and divine, divine relationship that we're working with in this journey. But I know for a fact, <laughs> hear me, I know for a fact that prayer changes things, Right? I think uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer says it this way, that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Right? Absolutely. And so, like, like, I know for a fact that prayer changes things. Let me tell you how I know this. That when I was in a situation, this was back in, um, and when I was living in Georgia, uh, I was in a situation where a friend of mine wanted me to come and uh, meet his grandmother. So we go to his house, we go and meet the grandmother, and she can't get out of the bed. Now, I didn't know anything about her situation, what was going on with her. I just knew that I wanted to meet Big Mama. So I come into her bedroom, and she's laying in the bed, and she goes, oh, hey, baby, come in, let me hug your neck. You know, this is in Georgia now. <laughs> Come and let me hug your neck. And so I go over to her. I say, hey, Big Mama. You know, I hug her. And it, later on in the conversation, as we sit in the bedroom talking to her, she never moves. Uh, as we sit in the bedroom talking to her, I realized oh, she told us that she was paralyzed from the waist down. Now, this is a true story. Paralyzed from the waist down. 
on the left side of her bed was a whole bunch of different pills and medications and stuff that she had been taking. And uh, as she was talking, Spirit just interrupted the whole conversation and said, and I said, uh, Mother, do you mind if I pray with you? So I said to her, do you mind if I pray with you? And she says, child, my, my, my daughter comes in here. My daughter prays with me sometimes. She said, it don't do nothing. That's what she said. It don't do nothing. <laughs> and I said, okay, I understand. I said, but I believe that if I pray with you, something will happen. I believe that if I pray with you, you're going you to feel a difference. Do you mind if I pray with you? And she said, well, okay, all right. So I cleared all the grandkids, it was like four or five grandkids, I cleared all the grandkids out of the room, I closed the door, and we went in. And for 45 minutes straight, tearing, I prayed over her, I prayed with her. James, uh, what is it, James 5, I think James 5 and 13 says that if anybody is sick, you call the elders in and have them pray over this person. So for 45 minutes, I prayed over her. And do you know that she had been paralyzed for two years, for two years, in 45 minutes, she was up walking around the room, stomping her feet, stomping her feet. I said, stomp your feet, mother, stomp your feet. She was stomping her feet. Prayer changes things. I know yes. it for a fact. Know, and so as you, when, when you really know the divine uh, connection that you have, that you're operating with, when you really know and understand the, the intimate relationship that you have with the most high God, when you really understand this, this, this divine essence that is permeating through all things, and you know how to access it and offer it, hear me, you can change things in your life. And I'm not just talking about, you know, how you feel. <laughs> That's important. That's really important. But I'm talking about the actual shift that takes place in nerve endings repairing themselves. In fact, Scripture even talks about how prayer can change history. Y'all ain't ready. Whew. How prayer can change history. That the, thing, the things that have already happened can shift. Okay. And it changes your whole when, – when you go to the doctor, I'm, and I'll be done. When you go to the doctor and the doctor asks you questions about your family history. Have you ever, been, have you ever done that, Dr. James? When the doctor asks Absolutely. you, about, well, does, does your grandmama have this? And did your daddy have that? And did your mama have it? And listen, <laughs> whatever they had, that's their history, right? Prayer changes things. And you can go in, and you can you can go in, and you can rewrite the very DNA of your ancestry and change your whole life. Anyway, whew, I'm, absolutely, I'm, I'm excited I absolutely, right now. I'm walking around, I'm just I, walking around. So I, we got two callers on the line. I'm going to get to that. You're absolutely prayer changes things, and thank you for that story and that encouragement because I know I've seen it done. I know it can be done. We're going to go right now to Keisha. You're on the air Hello. with Dr. Drayvon James and Reverend Q. Thank you for waiting. Hello, Peace. Dr. Drayvon. Hello, Reverend Q. How are you both? Um, I'm what? enjoying this call so much, and I love when you quoted uh, Wayne Dreyer that says, when you change the way you look at things, the things yes. you look at change. That is, I, I, that's like an absolute truth for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this this has been, I mean, just, just having this conversation is renewing even for me, renewing for me that, that 
that how I need to even more intensify my prayer relationship, this prayer tool, mm. right? And, and so what about you? Like how, 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 have that, how has that been for you to like praying and, and going in and doing the whole thing? Yeah, you know, I, I do pray, but for me, prayer isn't just the words that I speak out loud, but just the very way I stand is in relationship yes. with God and with the Holy Spirit, and, and right? And so yes. I believe that even my very breath speaks as a prayer, because whatever is on, on my heart is my my prayer song, right? It's mm-hmm. my prayer call, my heart cry. That that's absolutely true, and and that's why the prayers of the righteous avail as much. Because if you stay in that space of right thinking and right action, your prayer is you're constantly praying. I think another scripture says, "Pray without ceasing." ceasing. Well, how do we pray without ceasing? <laughs> right? I said it to Doctor uh, Doctor James earlier uh, in the call that for me, prayer is like breathing. Right? Sometimes, and, and you go and you go throughout your day, and you breathe in. I mean, obviously, you're breathing. You're walking around, right? You're breathing right. and you're doing your thing. But sometimes you need to stop and take a deep breath. You understand? Yes. And that and that's what. Oh, I just love it. I just get excited just thinking about. It. You just stop and take a deep cleansing breath, a deep healing breath, a deep transformative breath, and see how that changes things. So I will say to you, real quick, before we let you go, that Spirit is giving me, even as I'm talking to you, that that you are extremely. Wow, this is interesting. You are extremely gifted in areas that you haven't even fully accessed yet. Thank you, Spirit. In areas that you haven't even fully accessed yet, and you already had a glimmer, you already had a a taste of it, but you haven't fully accessed those areas yet. And so Spirit is telling you that that whatever gifts that you thought you had, (laughs) this is what I'm getting. Okay, whatever gifts that you thought you had, whatever gifts that you thought you were supposed to try to work out, you need to cultivate. That's the word right now. Cultivate. That you want to you want to go dig in deep and 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 if you got to fertilize it fertilize it if you got to water it water it water it whatever it is that you thought you had but you haven't really fully accessed it maybe because of life maybe because of the job maybe because of your situations or whatever you just didn't go into that side of your spectrum you understand yeah now mm-hmm. it's time for you to start to cultivate that and this will this will dramatically shift you and I'm getting almost like oh thank you spirit October of this year you're going to be doing something totally different it's going to be it's going to be a whole different shift so October of this year you, you be ready for that shift to have fully actualized does this make sense to you okay it it it's exciting me <laughs> fantastic good 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 well, thank you for calling in, Keisha. I really appreciate your, your you being an everyday peacemaker. Reverend Q, we have more callers on the line, so we're going thank to go you. to the next caller. Enjoy your day. We have, we're going to Lavidia. Thank you for calling in. You're on the line with Everyday Peace and Reverend Q. Good afternoon, Dr. Drayvon and Reverend Q, and thank you for taking my call. I didn't have a well. question specifically, but I wanted to run how, how, how has they please I wanted to say bless blessings to both of you and thank you for affirming my necessity for more prayer time. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Oh, thank Blessed you. Be. Thank you. Oh, yes. Prayer is the answer. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for being part of the Everyday Peace family. Yeah, and, and is there anything is there anything for you that you want me to prophesy over in order to um, just give a, give a prophetic word? 
Well, I, I recently, I, I published a book, and I'm launching a brand of shifting perspectives in line with mm-hmm. Romans 2, where he tells us to renew our mind, to mm-hmm. prove something to ourselves. And what you share today about the connection and about about the, we're not actually doing it. It's being done through us. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I'm looking to move forward with that. And um, I just wanted to connect with your anointing. Blessed be, absolutely. Well, so as you were speaking, Spirit gave to me two glasses of water. I'm seeing two glasses of water. And what I want you to do, this is, this is an exercise that you're going to do that's going to literally shift you from one dimension to the next. Water, water. that's why we use water in the baptism. That's why you use water in, um, all throughout your spiritual works. That water is a shifting element. Okay, uh, and so what you're going to do is you're going to get two glasses of like uh, get like a wine glass or you know something clear that you can see through the water, and two glasses of water. Under one glass, I want you to write down what represents your old life. Just a little piece of paper. What, what represents your old life? And under the other glass, you're going to write down what represents this new life, this shifting perspective. You understand? Mm-hmm. And put it under the other glass. Let that sit for two hours. Two hours. And then what I want you to do is I want you to pour the old glass out, (laughs) and I want you to drink the new glass down in one, just one flow. Like, don't don't stop. Just keep drinking. Okay. Okay? And the the shifting perspective is not just a book. It's a whole paradigm. It's a whole Mm -hmm. new dimension of thinking. And so I love that you're doing this, and I, I will support it 100%. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, thank, thank you. you, and thank, thank you, you all thank for taking you. my call. Oh, thank Absolutely. you for calling. Give me that exercise. It's going to work. Will do. So we're going to. God bless you. God bless, bless you, too. We're going to go to um, our next caller on the line. Hi, Robert. You're on the line live with Reverend Q. Robert, Pete, Robert. I can hear a little bit, but I can't. We can't. Well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna continue, but we'll we'll pick, we'll pick up that call again if if um if we dropped it accidentally. I don't think so. I still see it lit up, but it's not coming through. So yes, prayer changes things. You got to be in the right energy for prayer. I want to encourage the callers who called in, the listeners who haven't called in, please stay on to the end of this show today at the end of our show not far from now Reverend Q is going to be doing a power prayer with a prophetic word I really want you to get this I want to get this and I'm I'm delighted to be here and be able to share in this space today because as I started off the program saying that this life that we live involves rain it involves rain. Could you imagine having an earth with no rain? I mean, I know that before Noah, they said the, the waters came up from the earth and they hydrated the earth that way. But since now it's falling from the sky, we hear all the time about places that are going through droughts and forest fires and this and nature. So we know the benefit of rain in a life, right? It's hard to see it when it's raining on us. So what we're asking for right now is that we can still hold on to the vision still be clear, still know that we're safe, even when it's raining, and still be able to have our eye on the beautiful green grass that occurs after the rain falls, the sunshine and all of that. So there is power in prayer. 
prayer does change things. As Reverend Q says, prayer changes things and it changes you too. Can't you get a two for one? So that's beautiful. That <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> that's absolutely look, look, beautiful. I'm going to call prayer a triple threat. It changes you, it changes things, and it changes the other person too. And the other, absolutely, absolutely, no matter what it looks like. And this is, I want to, I want to touch on this because I hear people say this all the time about, and, and, and I've, I've, I've felt it. Let's be totally honest. I've, I've been through storms where I just felt like, you know, on my knees and what do you do in the, in the meantime? When you know you just can't get any comfort, you know, my, my grandmother used to, and I get this wrong all the time, I think it was called Baroque. She used to say, you know, just to rock. And I used to get comfort from that, believe it or not. You get in such a state where you just sit there, you just rock, and, and the Holy Spirit kind of works through you that way and gives you comfort. But what do you do in that meantime when your mind won't give you any rest? You, you're walking the floor at night, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you're really stressed out by these problems, and you can't get yourself to a place where you have the right energy to effectively pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I did a teaching some time ago on this show, um, and it was called... Um, what happens after you pray was the name of the teaching. What happens after you pray? And in fact, uh, anybody who is on the call, if you guys want to email me at reverendqs at gmail.com, reverendqs at gmail.com, uh, if you'd like to email me, I will send you a free download of that teaching. What happens after you pray? Um, but this is the thing, that after after we finish the prayer, so so after we're done, we say amen or whatever your thing is, so it be it, so it be, let it be, whatever we do, there's something that starts to happen. And it starts first close to you, and then it ripples out, it expands out. And, of course, we don't have time to go into the whole teaching right now, but just suffice it to say that after you pray, there is a process that you're supposed to do. Catch this. There's a process that you're supposed to do after you pray to make your prayers true. See, see, prayer, prayer has to be true in you first. So, when you, so if you're praying for a, a renewed relationship or if you're praying, praying for financial prosperity or if you're praying for healing or whatever, prayer has to be for, true in you first. It has to be true. Not a desire, not a, not a, not a wish. Right? Prayer has to be true in you first, and then it ripples out uh, because we, we, are, we are a source point. So God is the source. We are a resource. We are a source point. And so if the prayer is true in you, it will ripple out and become effective or uh, manifest. We use the word manifestation. It will come manifest in the manifest realm, in the 3D world. You talked about the 3D problems. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. you got 3D problems. I got 5D solutions. Come on. 5D solutions. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that's why this gathering is so important, guys. I know we talk about this in everyday peace. I, you know, I believe in a tribe. I, people say, you know, in the 90s, it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to do everything. And that's why we gather here to, um, Mondays at this time as a village to get energized, to live this life of peace every day. It is possible and we deserve it. And prayer gets us closer to that. Prayer moves us closer to this in this moment, because the truth be told, this moment is all that we have. All of the power that we're going to exercise over this journey we call life exists in this moment. And when we use that power to exist in this moment, 
we make it to the next moment, all the power is there in that moment too. But we can't go back in yesterday's power and tomorrow's power. We got to stay focused and harnessed and together in this synergy, this, this knowing, if you will, this knowing that one, there is power in prayer. Two, there is strength in numbers. My mom and her group, they do a prayer group line that goes all over the country and they meet uh, every morning to do this. I have another friend that does this. There is power in numbers. There's strength in numbers. There's power in prayer. We're here gathered today and we're coming up on five minutes left to our program just about there. I want to really quickly tell you, let Reverend Q tell you how you can uh, connect with him to work with him if you have questions offline. So Reverend Q, I'm going to ask you, how can the audience get get to you and work with you directly? Absolutely. Well, di- directly as the, uh, the Master Oracle, as an Oracle of God, my work is to work with individuals uh, using psycho-spiritual techniques to help them to get to better faster. That's what I do, help you get to better faster, whatever your better is, better relationship, better finances, better life, better healing, better whatever, uh, help you to get to better faster. So what you want to do is you want to go to my website, Ask the Oracle Now. AskTheOracleNow.com. Go to the website, AskTheOracleNow.com, and you can book a session. You can send me a little message if you have some questions, anything you want to. If you go there and you send me a message directly, it'll come to my my email address, and I can send you out uh, that teaching on what happens after you pray. So, yeah, absolutely. AskTheOracleNow.com. You can reach me there. Great. It also also leads you to my YouTube channel, and it also leads you to my Facebook page as well. And I hope you all will avail yourself to that wonderful opportunity because in this moment right now, I I know that there are people put on this earth and it's almost like a relay race. Not almost. I think it really is. Someone has a baton. They they take it to the next place. You pick it up. You take it to the next place. And we're all here to one another, each other, if you will. So we're going to get into this prophetic word, this, this power prayer. Before we do so, I am remiss because at the beginning of the show, I meant to tell you where you can find me. And I, I was so excited to bring you this word. Uh, but I'm going to be in Birmingham, Alabama on April 20th at the Red Mountain Theater. And I look forward to seeing if you're in the Birmingham area, it is the um, self-love explosion tour. Please visit my website, drdravonjames.com or uh, any of my social media. You'll find out all of the information there. We're on Eventbrite. It's the self-love explosion tour coming to Birmingham, Alabama, April 20th. I don't want to hold this power prayer up. I don't want to hold this prophetic word up. So I'm going to turn this over. We're going to do this now, guys. Um, Please tune in and just receive this. (laughs) Absolutely. Blessed be. Thank you, God. So as we just steal our minds and and, uh, cleanse our hearts, Spirit is telling me right now that for each of us on the line right now today, listening to this teaching, each of us has a desire to have a clean slate, a clean slate, a clean heart, that whatever we have experienced in our past, whatever has has, uh, sought to hold us back or hold us down, the slate has been clean, that you are forgiven and all is well. And so right now, God, we just go in and we say, Lord God, we are knowing right now that in this moment, in this time, that all of the power of you, God, exists here right now, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And at the same time, now faith is shifting things. Now faith is changing things. Now faith is evidencing itself even more so in our lives. And so, God, we just pray for the power. 
We pray for the power. Power metaphysically is the ability to get results. The, the ability to get results. And so, God, we pray the power over all listeners of everyday peace right now. We pray power into them that they can get the effective results, the results for their life, the results for the things that they are desiring, the results, the results for what they are seeking to create in this world. For as they expand in their goodness, in their godliness or their godlikeness, as they expand in godliness or godlikeness, they become more and more effective in this world as a representation of source, as a representation of you, God. And so, God, we say thank you now. This is our prayer. Let power be with us and let it move us throughout our lives as we go forward. And together we say amen, ashe, amen. and so it is. And so it is. This is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I thank you all for being part of the Everyday Peace family and becoming Everyday Peacemakers. Until next Monday, walk in the power of prayer. I'm super excited for next Monday's show. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.